Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. I'm super pleased to be talking with Mary Ann Pack today. Um, and this is our series of publishing Q&As that we're doing now the third Tuesday of the month where we talk with, where I get to talk to people that are um, in the publishing industry in some way, right? So Marianne Pack does some work for Greenheart Living Press and she has established her own imprint of Envision Greatness Press. So it's so <laughs> wonderful to see you today, Marianne. Thank you for the invitation. It's always wonderful to be in your presence and get to pick your brain sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I like picking your brain too. We help each other out. Uh, so I wanted to have us talk because we've been both been doing some things that are kind of innovative, creative ways of bringing books to print that some, some people, when we, they envision, okay, I'm going to write this book. They think of someone sitting alone by themselves you know, with their laptop or writing on a piece of paper and like doing it by themselves and trying to figure it out and then taking forever and then doing it late at night and all of this. Um, so, I mean, that's what I always envisioned, right? That's how mm -hmm. I used to do, do things. But we've worked on a number of projects together and, um, you know, on our own that actually are very collaborative, that don't, you know, are much easier than we would think <laughs> could, <laughs> could come together, right? Um, and I thought we'd just go through and say what those examples are so people can see um, there might be something that's an idea for somebody to use for a book. Or I know sometimes people come to us and they think, I'm not a writer, but I have a good story to tell. And, you know, that shouldn't keep people from putting a book out there just because they oh, think no, writing no. is hard for them or whatever. We have plenty of people we've worked with in those cases. So, to start off with, I'd love to talk about the We Are Joy series. First of all, I just love. <laughs> it has helped me when I was helping with some of the edits and reading through. It helped, I, you know, there are days that no matter what you do, you're in a funk, you, you yeah. just feel like, eh. And it was like, oh, there's no mistake that this is my job today to be looking at this book. And it's helped me shift out of things. So can you share how that came to be? Like, how did the first book come together? How did, yes. how did the, um, the first book was called Reawaken Your Joy. And I wanted it to be some kind of a foundational type book that would give people a, a good foundation as they work through their, the lessons and the integrative questions. But I actually had been writing a blog for so many years. And I thought, what can I do with all of this wonderful writing because I love writing and it's massive and uh, you know my blogs are long they're usually in that 2000 word over under um, so I knew I had a lot of really good valuable information and so I I downloaded uh, most of them which was over 200 blogs into a document so I could start sorting and sifting and then I just started putting them into topics mm -hmm. that helped. And then as I put them into topics, then I chose what topics do I want to cover in this book? And I got to choose from those different kinds of topics. And it was so much easier to have all that material already written 
where all I had to do was tweak it, refine it, and then add the integrative questions. It's such a wonderful way to put a book together. And I think of all of the entrepreneurs I know, mm -hmm. all the creative folks I know that they are writing content all the time, whether even in a Facebook post or a blog mm -hmm. or an article, or people often have way more content mm -hmm. than they might think of or realize, and they don't need to create a book totally yeah. from scratch. You probably created all these things. And then how lovely that is to not just let the blog sit there, yes. right? To, right? So it's a way to reuse all those wonderful words that often people, you know, they're writing their blog from this space of, oh, I had this new awareness today, yes. or, yeah. oh, this new thing happened. And then to, you know, it's so alive and awake and to be able to take that and put it into a book so it it keeps living on it's such a lovely way to honor the work that you've done and put in mm -hmm. um to time and that's so cool that that's how you put that together was anything challenging about actually pulling things out or deciding which parts to put in i'm just curious it was that. in the point of man, I only have 12 chapters because I wanted each one to be just 12 chapters so that if somebody took one a week, they would have a three month, basically a program, a coaching program uh, because of the integrative questions that I asked for each chapter. And, and um, just even kind of going through each one and putting them into topics because then I kept seeing patterns of other books that would be good different mm -hmm. topics. So now I have more to draw from mm -hmm. other books that I could draw from on different subjects. You so, know, so, so uh, that was really helpful. I, I think the only hard thing was shutting it down at 12 chapters. <laughs> I know. Sometimes it's hard to limit it. I know yeah. I've, I, I've felt that for myself. And then I've worked with people that it's hard to cut back on on what yeah. you're sharing, but I love that you kept it at 12 and it's mm -hmm. simple. So it's more, um, you know, more condensed and, oh, here's a gem. I can use this when I'm feeling off, right? So, because if we're not yeah. feeling joy, if we're not feeling, feeling it, sometimes it's hard to take in a lot of information. Oh, yes. So I think that, that you really honored your reader by doing it in that way. Um, yeah. So if people have any questions for, for me or for Marianne during this, please pop it in the chat because I'll be able to see it on the Facebook Live. So you can just jump that in and we'll do our best to respond to that. So I'd love, so that's the first book in the series. So we are joy, reawaken your joy, right? And then you've just published, it's now a bestseller and yes. how many categories, three categories? Three categories. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so this is sacred crystals, which what yes. a fun topic yes. that you did with April Goff Brown. Yes. And can, can I you show? tell us a little bit? Yes, show it. Oh, the, that cover. I just love that cover. Yes. I feel like I'm holding, it's, it's a woman with the crystal in front of her face. I feel like I'm, I feel the crystal and I love how they go together. Mm -hmm. Beautiful now, I was even looking when I designed the cover, I was looking for, a crystal that was up, you know, in the photograph um, that you could feel, you could feel her tenderness, you could feel what she was receiving, you knew she was, 
in alignment. And yeah, I just yeah. felt like her face just expressed that so much. And then of course I, you know, filtered, filtered over the, the, the photograph to make it mine, you know, to make it more in line with uh, the, the, the idea of, of the, we are joy series. So uh, that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Yeah. You do a great job with the yeah. of how you put them yeah. together. With the crystals, I actually, after I met um, April in at a ladies power lunch, um, one of the Zoom meetings one time, we, kind of, we got together afterwards and had a visit. And then um, she had posted that she was gonna do a sacred stone stories class. And I thought, oh, I wanna do that. I've, I've always loved crystals since childhood and been collecting stones. And as you can see, I just yeah. like stuff. <laughs> it's kind of my thing, yeah. my jam. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, to find her and then after the course was over, it was like spirit kept tapping me on the shoulder. Um, ask her about writing a book with you, ask her about, <laughs> so I kind of put together an idea and a rough outline just to at least have a talking point with her. And shortly after that, you know, we back came back together and she said, yes, this is something let's do this. And boom, we were off and running. And it was just so easy to work with April um, because she's just a, she's just a gem, unintended. <laughs> she is a gem, <laughs> I'll second that. Yes, and so um, how did that work, working with one other person to put a book together? Um, how did, like, how did you, set it up like how did you did one of you write content and the other one write other content and then you mashed it together like what was the the flow of it i don't know we just worked so well together i we had the outline and then we tweaked that and then i think we tweaked it again as we went along mm -hmm. because we were trying to get the flow of the book mm. feel right for us and to present and um so you know there were elements that I wanted in each chapter and you know I said you know let's pick these um topics because it's all by topic so that helped right there as far as what the content was going to be what crystals would be chosen for you know love and relationships or quelling negative thoughts or you know calming and, and mental clarity so each one of those chapters we chose our favorites Hmm. so that people weren't you know books crystal books out there just have hundreds of crystals that are so overwhelming and if you don't know the area that you're wanting to work on you don't really know what crystal to choose hmm. and so this book helps you do that focus on specific areas and then narrows it down to just our favorites and ones that are easily accessible and affordable because we didn't want weird crystals that we love, but nobody can find them or afford them. So, right. you know, we Thank wanted you. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so you know, and she would write and then I would write and I, but then we added stories and, you know, some. Oh, that just sounds like such yeah. a nice it was. collaboration. So do you have any advice for people? Say they want to, they have an idea for a book. Um, and they're working with somebody else. Is there, do you have any thoughts about things they should make sure they do or things they should definitely make sure they don't do if they're collaborating with somebody on a book? 
any ideas? I think for me, since I was the initiator, having the rough outline first really helped her, April, understand what my vision was. Yeah. Um, so that helped a whole lot right then. And then she was just such an excellent writing partner that, you know, she just made it easy. Oh. I didn't track her down. She just, <laughs> as soon as I threw something out, she just yeah. did it. So, you know, we were so well blended and meshed and matched, mm -hmm. I think. And, and I don't know how we did it. We just kept following source. <laughs> well, I from the outside of that, and I know both of you well, so when I see it, it seems like when we follow the things that we're interested in yeah. and we connect with, we're going to meet people that, ooh, I just feel drawn to work with this person, right? Because you went mm -hmm. and experienced your course. You're like, ooh, this looks fun. I'd like to learn this. And mm -hmm. right. So as we kind of keep leading with, with that, like, oh, what am I attracted to? What am I drawn to? Um, and then follow that urge. Like you said, like it felt like you were being tapped on the shoulder to go, right. hey, maybe that here's an idea. Maybe go go talk to that person about it. if you feel those nudges. It's like, oh, okay. You answered that, right? Like you went along with it. And um, that's so cool that you did because mm -hmm. it it clearly is a collaboration that worked very well and it's brought this really helpful, creative, fun book. Yeah out into the world. So that's really neat. And it's funny that not too long ago, she was on the podcast with me, my podcast. And um, she said something about, you know, our collaboration. And then, you know, she said, I can't, I, I could imagine Marianne just going through all these thoughts of, you know, what if, what if I give her an assignment, she doesn't do it, and I have to track her down. And, you know, it, it's going to be, you know, pulling it out of her all the time. And she was talking about, you know, when she's in a project, she's in a project, she's full in. And, um, uh, and I thought, Oh, my goodness, I never even worried about that. <laughs> was I supposed to worry about? <laughs> well, you know, it was easy. I think it's helpful to talk about because yes. I think and I did this for a long time of avoiding working on projects with other people or trying to do it all myself because oh, they won't pull their weight or uh, whatever the reasons are, you know. Um, and once I busted through that and started, you know, working with people I'm more aligned with or that feels 100% like, oh yeah, fun to work with them or right. there's some kind of connection, it just flows better. It doesn't need to be this other experience that some yeah. people have, have had with, yeah. you know, the bad experience in elementary school or middle school <laughs> working on a joint project. It doesn't have to, to be. Absolutely. Um, so you have another um, book that you're working on now. It's called mm -hmm. Unmuted Voices. And this, I think, is a very, very innovative, very creative way of, of putting a book together. Can you mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about it? I did. I wanted to, uh, again, I got this the download of Unmuted Voices because I definitely lived with a very muted voice for so many years and then now finding my voice at this older stage in my life and and blossoming into something totally different than i ever dreamed you know and then having a podcast for the last couple of years and and live shows and i thought i want to hear more unmuted voices stories and that would make a really good book so i put together an entire package where 
people get to come on my podcast for the Unmuted Voices series, but then they also, we transcribe that podcast and then they get to um, edit their sections of, of their speaking section. So, you know, if, if they didn't get to complete a thought, you know how we talk and we start and stop. You know, um, so I, I allow them to be able to edit themselves so that they can flesh out ideas that maybe they didn't quite finish or maybe needed a little extra something. But it gives them a foundation by just going back and transcribing their actual the actual podcast. That's what we're going to be using as their chapter in the book. So it'll be more conversational. Um, if you've seen any books like that, that are that are the speaker and then the person answering. And uh, I thought that would be an interesting way to, you know, allow somebody to maybe not have time to write, but they could edit it mm -hmm. and take out the ums and the o's and the, you know, you knows. <laughs> well, it's it, there's so many. I can see it's working for so many different people, this being mm -hmm. a people having different reasons for being drawn to this because some people feel uncomfortable with writing. It's just not their communication style. Very good at talking, very, you know, conversation comes very easy to them and they have an, you know, important stories that they want to share and they've lived an incredible life and they want to be able to talk about their experiences. And so it works great for people like that. It also works great for people, you know, that are very maxed out they're very busy with their business, with their personal life. They don't have time to sit down and think of, okay, I'm going to write this and it's take an hour to pull, pull the ideas together. Um, so this helps them get those ideas out of their, their head or out of their life and onto paper in a different way. Cause you're, you're asking the questions, you're de you know, transcribing it, giving them that start to, to jump from. And I also think that it brings up things that people might not think because if you're asking them questions they might not have ever thought of this particular thing they might take this for granted that they know this something or that they've right. been through this and because you're there to ask questions it can kind <laughs> of open up things that wouldn't have ever gotten in an article or a paper or a chapter if they were writing it totally on their own so that's that's a neat and because it's also conversational back and forth you know, I insert stories of where something might have affected me that I relate to, or maybe it's in contrast to something they real, you know, so that the listener or the reader is going to see themselves somewhere in those chapters. They're going to say that was my experience. Yes. And that's what we want to do, because we don't spend a whole lot of time on the muted part we spend much more time on how they found themselves and how they allowed themselves to begin unmuting their voice and using it for more, uh, you know, to bring more love and joy into the world. So we're very much promoting the hope mm -hmm. and the possibilities and the opportunities and all the good stuff. Mm. I love that so much. <laughs> uh, so I know, um another one that we've worked on together that i wanted to make sure we talked about 
is the book that's coming out very shortly, which is Trauma to Triumph. Mm -hmm. This book is the first book I'm I'm doing that is with in partnership with a nonprofit organization, which is very fun for me because that's where I come from before coaching and publishing was working for nonprofits for about 15 years. So I love that I'm able to use what really lights me up and is so fun for me with the, the publishing to, to support a nonprofit again. So this, the nonprofit is Hobble Jog Foundation, and it is um, working to help get post-acute resources to people that have had traumatic brain injuries that now are thriving in their life now, but at some point after their TBI, I mean, this was not what they thought would be, right? They didn't, they might not have seen this going to a place where they would be thriving again and uh, really living a triumphant life. So this has been a fun book to put together in talking with people that have incredible experiences with having a TBI themselves or being a caregiver and, and um, or a family member of somebody who had that TBI. And there were a couple chapters that um, you helped interview the person and then took that and um, made that interview into a chapter. Can you talk mm -hmm. a little bit about what that experience was like? That was so much fun because I got to interview two different gentlemen and listen to their stories. And of course, you you had all the the chapter questions, you know, what what they needed to address. So we got together on a Zoom call and I hit record and I started asking questions and then just let them talk. And they talked and they talked and they talked. And um, uh, both of those gentlemen, we ended up with about 10,000 words in their transcription. So then I took those 10,000 words and turned them into about 2,000 words, 2,200 <laughs> words. But you are masterful. I bow down to you. Yes, that can be it was so helpful. much fun, so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, and that could be, sometimes it's just hard for people to write themselves. Mm -hmm. I think both of them are very busy also in their yes. current lives. So it was, it was great that we were able to find a way to get their stories onto paper um, and share it that way. And that is certainly something that um, we're kind of tiptoeing into both of us of this idea of maybe this is something that we can support people in other ways of interviewing them and, and helping them craft their stories um, to help them get these stories out into the world if it might not be something that comes easy to them, um, the writing. Yes, part of because one of the gentlemen, you know, he even told me, he said, you know, he does a lot of public speaking with military groups and, and TBI groups and things like that. And he has a very thriving life, um, but he just doesn't get right, mm -hmm. you know, journaling was part of his healing process, but it wouldn't be like telling his story. He can tell me verbally, yep, but yep. I had to put it into the format for him to be able to share in this book. And it was so exciting. So, so wonderful to hear these stories and, and live this with these, with these gentlemen. Mm. And I think you're so good at this because it, it takes a special quality to be able to be with the person in the story and talk with them to enjoy that part of it. Yeah. And, to, and then be able to take all of that and actually put it into, into words, right? To be able to pull out the things that won't 
work with a chapter and to craft it into that is really a very um, amazing skill set that you have. So I, I'm so glad that you were able to jump in yes. and, and do, do the calls um, with, with, our, um, with our people there. So thank you for that. And so, yeah, yeah. And so let's see, I wanted to see if there were any other things that um, are kind of innovative or different. Um, I wanted to share a couple things with um, our listeners that one example is to take an online course. And I think um, April's is similar to that. Like she had some content from, from a course that yes. she used mm -hmm. in the book. Um, I know I'm doing that um, for an author now where we're taking their online course and because it's video based, we can download those videos, transcribe them and have it be um, there. So that's something that an, an author can do themselves if they have the time or they can hire out somebody to do to download the videos and transcribe them and edit them and bring them to the, to the the author can have that starting place where then they can go, okay, here's my content and then what's missing, you know, and work with, work with a coach to get guidance on that, or they might be able to sort it out themselves to put together a new script. Um, and it can go along so well with the, with the online course, right? It can oh, um, actually support after once the, um, you have the book, the person, you know, sometimes people like to have that physical book to go along with, mm -hmm what they're thinking. so absolutely that. yeah I really like I there's material that I have that I thought oh you know it's it's courses that I've developed or you know nearly developed or you know they're just like almost complete that I think would just make excellent books and I'm sure that that would be perfect for so many people to take their courses like that and turn them into a book because it could be like a workbook, because even sacred crystals, we put in journaling and note pages, blanks, because we want people to write in the books, you know, mm -hmm. and I love the home one that you all did, um, you know. The reclaiming the, home book. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. The reclaiming home and even the last um, LPL book was in a workbook form. Yes. That is so helpful. It has your lesson and your journaling area or workbook area right there. And I, oh. I love that. I love that format. And that's a great thing to mention too that I hadn't thought of before we got on the call of, because um, for the last summit, the Ladies Power Lunch Summit, mm -hmm. the speakers gave us a lot. They gave us some like overview of what they'll be going on in during the, the workshop or the, the talk that they'd be giving some some questions some prompts that they'll be asking so that's a really fun way to structure a book too that can support an event if anyone's doing a live event in person or virtual feels really nice to have a real real book that goes along with with an event because I know when I when I take um, I went to an event that Gina Johnson did in January and it had this marketing marketing um, planner that went along with it. And I've been using that since January, right? I've been using it to write things out and it's fun to get that. And then you're always remembering the event. You're always remembering who brought it together. Mm -hmm. So it's also a wonderful 
um, it's a promotional tool for a person that's organizing an event. Um, and it also builds that no like and trust and no love and trust factor with people as they continue to use it. Uh, so there's continuing to build that relationship with you, even if you're not talking with them one on one. So it's that's a fun thing to do, too. Absolutely. Because during summit, it was so wonderful to sit in the class, have my notebook open to that that person's class and to be able to take my highlighter or make the notes on the note pages on the note page part, you know, so it. it I have, I don't have to have a folder now for all my, you know, my notes on my legal pad oh, for yes. that class. And then their book is somewhere else. Yes. Their book is right there. I have it in hand, you know, so it's so much. And then there's more space in there also to even as I took notes or work their processes, they were asking us to work on it during the session. Um, there's more space in there to be able to flesh it out. Yes. And, and I actually practice it. So exactly. I and I, I think too, how many events have I gone to that when I'm at the event, I'm like, this is the best information ever. I can't believe mm -hmm. this information. And it's going in my notebook or it's going in, you know, the packet that I got from yeah. them, but then it's gone. Then it's in a file. Then it's in my car. Then it's in wherever, <laughs> wherever it ends up. There's something about having a book that's like, I'm going to have this forever. Like I'm not going to get rid of book it's a beauty you know when the cover is beautiful when it feels like a substantial thing you're more likely to hold on to it and keep that the things you learned at that event going right so you keep it and you're reminded about it as well so that's I'm so glad we said yes and said yes let's do this thing <laughs> and the thing it was yeah. the perfect size because the pages laid out flat you know kind of that eight and a half almost by eleven size so, you know, it still does fit well if I decide to put it in files with my other courses I've taken. Yes. So, so it's easy accessible, um, but it was, it just laid so nice and flat in my lap while I wrote. And yes, I know and that's, that's a weird thing, but it was so comfortable. No, it's a big deal because, we, you know, we play with it as publishers, we play with these things. So it's important to us to because I've done smaller and they're fine, like the smaller journals, but that that size, yeah, it was eight and a half by 11, mm -hmm. was easier to work with during the event and yeah. did open up. So it wasn't, oh, who wants to deal with a book that's hard to like move move through when you're at an event like that? It gets a little tricky. So we recommend that size. It was for, perfect. That it was, was perfect. perfect, yes. And then I had one other, and we might, Come up with other ideas too but one i i definitely wanted to mention is that i'm taking someone's lecture from their class at the jetty university and putting it into a textbook that he is going to use for upcoming courses right so um it, it's that's something it's like an online course but it's a lot it's a live thing that he does with with the students but it is re recorded and so we are able to download it and put it actually in a textbook format. So that's neat um, too. So um, so those are all the innovative type of ideas that we've had and we've gotten to do such fun things together. Mm -hmm. uh, Marianne, are there any other things that you can think of 
just brainstorming in the moment that might be, I don't know, creative or different ways that people can put together a book that I ha that we haven't mentioned yet. That a lot. I just receive, I know, you know, they're not necessarily blogs, but there have been some tremendous content in emails that I've received from coaches and different, you know, business people or whatever. Even even taking their emails, the content from their emails, um, and then you know adding questions too, so that there's something for them to actually work on for their part of their transformation. Um, you know, just finding any content that where do you produce content? Is it LinkedIn articles? Is it um, you know a post? And you mm -hmm. kind of do longer posts. Well, I have a whole lot of journal entries on what my spirit guides tell me, and I'm keeping those in a file in a Google Docs because that's going to be another book. Mm -hmm. It's the lesson that they gave me that day, which is not always very big, a few paragraphs, but then I can expound on it as a lesson to apply to our lives. And I know there's a lot of you out there that have spirit guides that love to talk and you have yes. wonderful communication. So if you maintain a record of those, mm -hmm. um, you know, save those and put those together in a, in a book, um, you know, that's what uh, my spirit guide message book will be about. It's just 12 lessons that they've given me you know, throughout the last couple of years and being conversation with them. So I know y'all have <laughs> guides <laughs> and angels that help you, you know, that you're in conversation with that is phenomenal material. What a great idea. And using journals, yeah. right? So I'm, I'm writing a book that's called The Matriarchal Palace. It's about mm. living with my grandma and caring for her and us basically having four generations living in a house together. And um, I, I wrote in my journal, so I, I have been able to pull things that I wrote and I'm not doing, you know, some of it's verbatim and some of them I'm like, no one's seeing this, <laughs> the stream of consciousness thing. But the way that I can take, you know, cause you forget things, you go, oh, oh, I didn't realize how happy I was at this particular moment, or I don't remember how, how I, you know, that threw me off and what I did with that, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. we block things off that happened before so looking back in our journals and and remembering things another thing that just occurred to me too is um facebook posts so i had i you know i'm using those i i tend to share if my mother said something funny my grandma my kids you know i'm like this is hilarious and i'll put it on and then those memories come back i'm like oh that's going in the book that's going in the book and um one one client who's now a dear friend of mine dr barbara milton who wrote heeding the caregiver call she she did this where she was caring for her her um mother who had alzheimer's and she had Facebook posts. And there's actually a thing where you can download the Facebook posts and get them put into a book with photos and every, some type of memory wow. book. So she took that, she printed that out and then she used that book and pulled information from that to put, to write her story and quotes from her mother. And, you know, it made it a very, very living book, mm -hmm. right? Because 
just like the the blogs, right? So we write those things in the moment. Mm -hmm. And it's so neat to take those, how we were really feeling at that time or what was really going on and what, you know, what the reaction was to be able to capture that and put it into a book for, for the legacy of it, right? For a lifetime. So, and so remember that, you know, this energy that we were feeling in those moments and the joys and the woes and the, all of these, the story knows no bounds. So don't think, oh, that's just old material. Please don't think that that's old material. It is pertinent. The energy is viable, living eternally. So use it, tap into it. Yeah. So thank you so much for talking about this with me. I know this, we could just talk for hours thank you for sharing your wisdom and different creative ways that people can put together books i hope someone's getting an idea that they might not have thought of before how do people reach out to you if they feel called to to work with you or just have a conversation with you um what's the best way for them to connect with you marianne um my books website is wearejoybooks.com and um uh, there's contact ways there. Send me a message. Um, there's an email form there or, or just, you know, find me on social. <laughs> Send me a message. Wonderful. Thank you for taking the time, Marianne. It's great so to much. talk today. Thank you for the invitation. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving.